Yes, we all die, but there's a tendency to focus on the end too much. Life can be wondrous. Sparkling comet trail that we leave in our wake for others to marvel at. Hello and welcome to episode 265 of Under the Cull of MS. Today's episode is going to be a bunch of goodies that you can buy in the future. We're going to check out previews that's coming up. New this in this month's catalogs and stuff. and Give you some ideas for some things you just might want to have to get your hands on. And the reason I did that little comment quote for the beginning is I seen in the news today that there's a the biggest ever comet that's 12 times the size of Mount Everest is hurtling towards Earth. Uh, they call it, it's thought to be a, up to 100 miles wide. And we're not going to see it for a while. Because the way it sounds, it's not going to pass through here. Until around 2031, and I think it's going to be roughly, you'll need a telescope, even though it is that huge, but you're going to see a lot of, probably a lot of trail effects from it and stuff, which will be cool. But it's not supposed to be passing through until 2031. And they say it's going to be, that's when it's going to swing right between Uranus and Saturn. And then we'll get to see it. So I don't know why they're telling us about it now. It's <laughs> 10 years out, but. Now I was thinking I gotta start a new segment here one of these days called Wow, you're stupid. <laughs> Cause I'm seeing a lot of dumb things lately, and one of the latest things is the news is talking about how people are mad because they don't know the odds of the payouts on the gambling machines that they're playing in gas stations and bars and all that stuff. It's like yeah, they know they know what the payout is. There is a regulator inside the machines. The company set the regulation, which is I know when we had them in our bar, we averaged I think around forty five percent payout. Some people set them at thirty five percent payout, but it's made for the company to make money, and now people are bitching because well, yeah, they're sitting there all day gambling out their social security or whatever and not getting anything out of it. One or two people might hit it big here and there and then they get all excited and then keep dumping the rest of their money in there, hoping they're going to hit again. But it's it's common sense. I mean, you think the Powerball and all that stuff, you think it's set up so they don't make money. The whole reason they started the gambling in the states and allowing it is because they would make money to put into the road work and whatever else which 
that's another joke right there. <laughs> it's like we got just in about a hundred mile radius of my house. We probably got, I'd say at least 10 towns that have road construction going on at the same time. And none of it's getting done. It's just pathetic. You'll drive through and there's no work being done. It's like, why don't you just work together? Do one road at a time, wipe the shit out, be done with it. What do I know? <laughs> uh, I just got to drive around the shit every freaking day. But, yeah, today's episode is lined up for just doing the previews, checking out that stuff, seeing what's up. And then uh, we'll get back to our regular episode tomorrow, a regular Tuesday episode with a little comics, a little MS, a little update on the Cowabunga Comic Con that I went to this weekend. It's a tiny little one in a local town. but We'll get to that tomorrow, but hopefully you enjoy and hopefully you hear some things that you can't live without that you got to pick up in the near future. And I'll tell you all about them after this. All right, let's start looking at some things that you can buy in the future again that's comic book related. If you hear anything that you enjoy, look it up, find it, order it, get it. This is stuff that probably won't be out for a couple months yet. A lot of it's coming out in December. But A King's Vengeance, number one by Scout Comics. A vexed warrior was once a loving father and husband is brought back to life 25 years later and proceeds to avenge himself on the demons responsible. From the creator of the hit Scout series, Once Our Land, get this awesome new first issue. I don't really give you much of a storyline on it, so I can't say I'm going to jump on it without knowing a little more. They got a variety of covers again. Packs of comics that where you can get anywhere from five to like eight comics in a pack with special covers. They got the Absolution Happy Kitty covers big set. It's eight count of comics, but Avatar Press. You know, each month that they had these packs of comics, I bought a few each month. So. I'll have to decide which ones I'm going to pick out this time. Then we got All Nighter Trade Paperback by Dark Horse Comics, written by Chip Sadarsky. Welcome to the All Nighter, the only diner in town where you can get coffee and a meal from sunset to sunrise. The staff are friendly, kind of, and happy to serve you sometimes, and it would never cross their minds to drink their customers' blood. Alex is bored. Flipping burgers for strangers all night is no way for a vampire to live. But he has his fellow vampires, Joy, Cynthia, and Ian. Ian have agreed to blend into human society. Inspired by superhero movies, one of few passions in his unlife, Alex decides to don a cape and start fighting bad guys. But his decision 
will have bigger consequences than he realizes for himself and for everyone he wants to protect. Uh, Chip Zdarsky, it's got vampires. So I might have to check this one out. I don't think it was in that. Oh, yeah, I guess it was a run already because it says collects issues one, one through five. Usually I don't read the ones that are collecting certain issues. I usually leave those off the list, but I didn't catch that one. So, But it's still good to have on my list because I might have to check that one out. Animal Castle number one by Ablaze Media. On the farm, all animals were equal. In the castle, some are more equal than others. For fans of the best-selling Stray Dogs and the Eisner Award-winning Beast of Burden, comes an animal fable at once familiar and surprising. Come, uh, you may think you know the story, but set aside your assumptions. This animal uprising is unlike any you have read. Nesting in the heart of a farm forgotten by men, the animal castle is ruled with an iron hoof by President Silvio. The bull and its dog militia savor their power, while the other animals are exhausted by work, until the arrival of the mysterious Azelard, a traveling rat who will teach them the secrets of civil disobedience. Not really into those animal books. I haven't seen any that really pulled me in yet. Another cover set they have is Anne Mercury Auxiliary Cover Bag Set. It's a five count by Avatar Press. Don't know who she is, but she's a uh, cover shows a long haired redhead in a leather outfit. Don't know if she's like detective style or what she's doing. And then we got Christmas time coming up with a lot of these coming out in December. So we got Archie's Christmas Spectacular number one by Archie's Comics. Brand new story. Jingles jangled. It wouldn't be Christmas without a visit from Jingles. Jingles wants to be part of the Riverdale High Christmas ball, so he disguises himself in human form. He makes quite a splash at the dance, but really hits it off with Veronica's cousin Harper. What happens when he has to reveal his true self to her? Only time will tell. And I don't think that's going to be my Christmas pick yet for Archie, because i got to get one of them. We also got Archie's Holiday Magic Special One-Shot by Archie Comics. An all-new holiday anthology, perfect for fans of Archie's modern comic series. It's Christmas Eve in Riverdale, and it's almost time for the annual snowball. But Archie still can't choose who should be his date, Betty or Veronica. He has always been this indecisive. Will he always be? Will his flaws leave him all alone? Everything changes when a spirit guide appears to help him navigate these questions and explore his past, present, and future in three distinct tales. 
The heartfelt and humorous holiday tale harkens back to the classic holiday stories like It's a Wonderful Life, mixed with the over-the-top sentimentally sentimentality of a Hallmark Christmas film. And that one might be my holiday pick. We'll see what else they have. We have Avengers Forever, Volume 2, Number 1, by Marvel Comics. Got a cool cover with a ton of characters on it, and Ghost Rider and his flaming car at the bottom, and all the other superheroes just flying over the top. But an all-new series starring the Avengers of the Multiverse. On a quest for cosmic vengeance, Ghost Rider finds himself roaring through the wasteland, on a ruined earth, where the great age of heroes never came to be, where hope is a four-letter word, and where his only ally in the coming battle against the greatest villains any universe has ever seen is the world's most wanted archaeologist. Tony Stark, the invincible Ant-Man, spinning out of the cataclysmic Events of Avengers 750 and operating in lockstep with the Prime Avengers series, the next great Avengers saga begins here as the mightiest heroes of every Earth begin to assemble. Nah. Not really seeing much this morning. They got to pick stuff up. They got some cool... Wall art again, the wooden wall art, 16-inch. They have an Avengers group picture by Open Road Media for fans of Aliens vs. Predator. They have the Aliens vs. Predator active camouflage scar, 118th scale figure by Hyatt Toys. It's got a cool effect look to it. And then we have Batgirls number one by DC Comics. Um, hello, you didn't actually think we'd keep you waiting this entire year without giving you the Batgirl series we've been wanting for forever, right? No way. We love you too much. Just like Batgirls Cassandra Kane and Stephanie Brown, who are only able to navigate the dark, gritty, and oftentimes scary city of Gotham by leaning on bright light on the bright light that is their best friendship. Mentored by Oracle, the Batgirls move to the other side of town where Barbara Gordon can keep a better eye on them, while the hacker seer is still invading their lives. Steph may be too rash sometimes, and Cass doesn't speak much. But what they lack in similarities, they make up for with their mutual respect and love for each other. And what makes them stronger together as Batgirls? And they may be good at kicking ass, but they are just trying their best to be normal teenagers. Who will borrow the keys to a muscular or to a muscle car that belonged to a bad guy and perhaps give it a joyride around town without a driver's license? Then race back to get race to get back home. To Oracle by curfew. And they got 
Batgirl's number one, and they have Batgirl's number two coming out at the same time. They're kind of like doubling up on everything, because I see like Batman Scooby-Doo Mysteries. They got nine and ten coming out at the same time. So then one more cover page set to end this segment off. You got Belladonna Animal Instincts covers bag set. It's a six count by Boundless Comics. So check those out. I'll get back to you with more goodies sometime soon. All right, let's go to the Bermuda Triangle. We have Bermuda Graphic Novel by IDW Publishing. An all-new tale of high adventure and pulpish mystery from John Lehman, New York Times bestselling writer of Chew and superstar artist Nick Bradshaw. There's a region in the Atlantic Ocean where planes disappear, ships are lost, and traveling souls go missing, never to be heard from again. And there's an island within this place, mysterious and uncharted, untouched by time and civilization, where all who are lost end up. It's a mysterious place inhabited by dinosaurs, pirates, crazed magicians, strange monsters, and a girl named Bermuda. Sixteen years old, Scrappy and a survivor. This has been the only life she has ever known until today. Today she discovers something on her island that will either open a doorway between her world and ours or destroy them both. That sounds kind of interesting. I've seen some Bermuda comics back a while, like. Like dinosaurs on the front, so I didn't really jump into them or anything. This looks like it could be kind of fun. And then today on the news, just by chance, I noticed that they found something interesting in the Bermuda Triangle that they say could be an answer to what's going on. Probably some giant magnetic nuclear ship or something that's sunk in there. Who knows? Uh, Betty and Veronica Jumbo Comics Digest number 299 by Archie Comics. And of course, I'm talking about this because it's Christmassy and it's got a brand new story. Holiday Lights by Betty and Veronica are planning on hosting the best and brightest Christmas party in River- Riverdale. Emph- emphasis on brightest. I can't speak now. <laughs> Must have got stuck in the Bermuda Triangle. Veronica's making sure the Lodge Estate has the most over-the-top holiday display anyone's ever seen. But what happens when there's an unexpected power outage? Will their holiday bash end up a holiday bust? Oh, probably if Archie shows up, he'll probably screw everything up for him. <laughs> yeah, that's another... Archie Christmas one. And we have Black Solstice, number one, one shot by Dark Horse Comics. On the night of winter solstice in 2020, the world was caught by surprise as every black person suddenly gained a set of superpowers. They did not have the day before. 
As winter solstice 2021 approaches, everyone anxiously awaits whether their superpowers will come back. Meanwhile, a group of siblings have conceived the ultimate plan to use their powers, which they're sure will come back for the greater good, even as everyone else's tries to stop them. The comic debut, okay, yeah. But, oh, sounds curious. (laughs) And then with the multiple comic bag sets, they have Black Summer Auxiliary Cover Bag Set. It's a seven count by Avatar Press. Then we got Blood on Sunset, number one of five by SourcePoint Press. It's June 20th, 1947. Former cop Clint Braddock is drinking at a bar on Sunset Boulevard when he gets a call from his ex-girlfriend, Beverly. Bugsy Siegel's just been murdered, and she found the body. She's terrified and needs his help. Fast, Braddock arrives to find the aftermath of a violent, sadistic murder, not your typical mob hit. It almost looks like the work of eaters. Amidst the carnage, Braddock Braddock finds evidence that someone may be trying to pin the murder on him. Braddock is part eater, and he's spent years keeping his truth, true nature, hidden. But it looks like someone knows what he is, and is using it to implicate him in the biggest crime to hit Los Angeles in decades. Now the seat of power in the criminal underworld is up for grabs, and rumors of a vampire crime syndicate emerging as major players look disturbingly plausible, as Braddock is pulled deeper into the hunt for Siegel's killer. He'll find he's either the ideal ally for the vampire cause or the perfect weapon to stop it. It all depends on where his loyalties lie. And I get too much of a gangster, cowboy type feel from it. So that's one I'll put on the back burners for now. Catch up with it in the bargain bin. Bloom number four of four is coming out. If you haven't been on that run, get on it. And they have the Kickstarter coming out, which will give you all four blooms with special covers or whatever and get extra things if you want to keep an eye on it that way. That's by Hero Comics. Then we have the Boston Metaphysical Society Book of Demons one-shot by SourcePoint Press. When Erin, Caitlin's mother, discovers her daughter can control a demon, She is outraged. In her mind, only a great house has the right to such power. But who will listen to a poor Irish woman? House Lowell will. For Alice Lowell has inherited an old Puritan journal which describes how to find and enslave a demon. But she needs a psychic to do it. To do it. Kidnapping Caitlin is the first step in a plan to rid her husband's house of debt. But with a demon to do their bidding, 
her ambitions will be limitless. The Book of Demons can be read as a standalone story, but also acts as a continuation on the hit comic Boston Metaphysical Society, Ghost and Demons. That's what I thought. I thought it might be running off of that. Some interesting stories. Now we got Buckhead, number one. It's with a B. <laughs> uh, this is done by Boom Studios. What strange secrets lie in the mysterious town of Buckhead, USA? Toba and his mother, a renowned scientist, have just immigrated to the U.S. But instead of living in a in the big city like Toba always dreamed, they moved to a sleepy little town in the Pacific Northwest called Buckhead. In the middle of the picturesque and pedestrian town, Toba discovers that things aren't as perfect as they seem. Toba has newfound friends. Toba and his newfound friends find a strange video game, a perfect replica of the town and its pe- the town and its people. Soon Toba is on the run from Men in Black, with his friends brainwashed by microchips. An astonishing new series. Yep, that sounds kind of fun. And Buffy the Vampire Slayer is coming out with some new stuff. Yeah, Buffy the Last Vampire Slayer, number one, by Boom Studios. And I don't know if the, the cover says anything, but we got an old guy with an eye patch and a sword. I don't know if his name's Buffy. <laughs> Can a lone slayer save what's left of humanity? Buffy Summers is the last slayer. Now in her 50s, she wages a one-woman fight against the forces of darkness who prey on humanity in the daylight, unimpeded thanks to a magical catastrophe that has nearly blotted out the sun. The same disaster robbed Buffy and her friends and ended the Slayer line, forcing her into an endless guerrilla war. (laughs) Ah, good old phone. That is, until she stumbles across something she hasn't seen in a long time. Hope, in the form of a prophecy, and the young girl who carries it. The multiverse explodes in this chapter. Yeah, sounds sounds interesting. I kind of want to see what's up with it, where it's going. It's like a whole different story. Finally, they're older. It's in the future, but we will see. I'll probably get at least the first three to check out, and then we'll end it there, and we'll get back with more goodies sometime soon. Okay, what do you want to buy? I'll tell you what you want to buy. There's another cover set. We got Caliban Terror cover bag set. It's a seven count comic set from Avatar Press. 
So I got the one cover they show has like a Cthulhu looking character on it, but not really sure what that storyline's about. Getting attacked by the burps. We got Cats, Girlfriends, and Cat Friends by Dark Horse Comics. Every day holds new surprises for best friends Manon, Eric, and Camille. After all, they have three rambunctious cats to look after. Join in on their adventures with this collection of short stories and get ready for some laugh-out-loud, feline-filled fun. Uh, I wish it would give you a little more information on the stories, but I'm sure that's fun listening to what the cat, little shithead cats are doing. And we have Cave Woman Heading Home One Shot by Basement Comics and Amiral Entertainment. Mary M had a great time fishing and being alone for a bit, but now it's time to head home to Marshville so she can attend Carrie's movie costume party. It seems easy. Pack up, head out, and arrive home. But as usual, things don't work out as planned. It seems the entire jungle is intent on keeping Cavewoman from returning to town alive. I still have yet to read any of the Cavewoman things, but surprisingly they must be popular because they have lots of covers and lots of stuff coming out. Child's Play fans, we got a Chucky 3D foam magnet, magnet by Monogram Direct. Got Chucky all scratched up, holding his little butcher knife. Another auxiliary bag set we have is Chronicles Wormwood Last Battle Auxiliary Cover Bag Set. It's an eight count by Avatar Press. And another thing for the Chucky fans, we have a Chucky mini candy bowl holder with a really creepy looking Chucky holding the candy dish. So you can put that on your porch for the COVID kids to come up and try and take the candy from Chucky. Uh, yeah, Sea Joy Toy Pac-Man goes to brunch. Minifigure blind mystery box set coming with eight different pieces in it from Disperse Limited. Some cool little Pac-Man looking characters you can put on your desk or whatever. Then we have Cowboy Bebop number one by Titan Comics, based on the new Netflix live action adaption of the original anime, an original story set in the year 2171. The bounty hunter crew of the spaceship Bebop chase an ex gang member who holds a vast vest which gives the wearer unlimited luck. New net. Like, oh yeah, we don't need to know any more about that. I wish they'd give more about the story. Uh, yeah. I didn't know they were doing a live action of that. But makes sense. Popular series over the years. We have Crash Pad by Fantagraphics. Crash Pad is Gary Panther's psychedelic ode to the underground comics that inspired him. Creators such as Zaps R. Crumb, Victor Moscoso, and Robert Williams 
presented as a standard black and white with color covers underground comic book. Every New York, every New York, every new work by the legendary Panther is an event, and Crash Pad is an exhilarating contribution to the tradition of underground comics. Now words aren't looking the way they're supposed to, and I'm reading them wrong. That's not a good sign. All right. Yeah. Crimson Cage. This is number one of five by artist, writers, and artisans, AWA Upshot. Double, double toil and rumble. Brace yourself for a no-holds-barred reimagining of William Shakespeare's Macbeth from the critically acclaimed creators of Sync. New Orleans, 1984. Chuck Frenzy is a main event star of the local Louisiana pro wrestling territory, but yearns for something greater. A fateful encounter with a trio of terrifying beings in the bayou gives Chuck a glimpse of championship glory beyond his wildest dreams, if he is willing to do something terrible to achieve it. Uh, I usually like the wrestling storylines. Don't know about that, but it is AWA upshot. But like I said in the past, I found out how many different offshoots they got going. Sure, it combines with other storylines. And I'm going to have to read some other stuff first. Cult of Icarus, number one of four by Scout Comics. Tossed out by her foster family. After one too many rides home, ride home, rides home in the back of a cop car. Haven't we all been there? Hunter packs up and sets out on a mission to find out who she is. A mysterious book, her only link to her parents, leads her to discover a covert world of magic and danger running parallel to our town. One punk rock show, two whiskeys, and three vicious vampire assassins later, Hunter's on the run from the ancient deadly cult of Icarus. Hunter came looking for answers. What will become of her once she gets them? Hmm. Oh, Scout Comics, I usually like what they put out. Might have to check that one out. We'll see. Then we got Daisy Number 1 by Dark Horse Comics. A desperate mother's five-year search for her missing son leads her to the small town of Brymount and to the mysterious Phillips family. Daisy Phillips, like many teenagers, has a hard time fitting in, but not for the usual reasons. Daisy stands eight and a half feet tall and is still growing, but her troubles with ill health, daily ridicule, and custom-made clothing are only the tip of the iceberg. Daisy may well be descended from a race of cannibalistic giants spawned from the outcast of heaven. (laughs) Uh, That sounds fun. Another cover bag set. We got Dark God. Dark Gods, Siren, cover bag set, six count comic set, 
by Avatar Press. And then we got a variety of things here. We got Darkhold Omega, number one, one shot by Marvel Comics. The fate of all existence lies in the hands of five twisted minds. Five of the world's greatest heroes, Spider-Man, Black Bolt, Blade, Wasp, and Iron Man, took a chance and read from the cursed Darkhold. They were meant to gain the power to fight back the dread elder god, Cthan. But instead, they've lost their minds and all they once held dear. Was it worth the cost? And who is their bold new ally? A product of Cthulhu's darkness or dark dimension or something else entirely. And they got a bunch of these again. Yeah, Darkhold Omega number one. They have Darkhold Spider-Man number one. These are all one shots. So those are going to combine with the other ones. Which I've got the first two, but I didn't get any after that. So now I'm going to probably kick myself in the ass for that. We'll see. I'll get down down the line. Uh, Deadpool, Black, White, and Blood fans. They have a number four signed by Mike Allred with the cool Mike Allred Deadpool cover. And then we got Death of Doctor Strange, Blade, number one, one shot. By Marvel Comics. A long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> Doctor Strange destroyed every vampire in the world with one spell. Including Dracula. Now, with Strange dead, Dracula's vampire nation celebrates. That doesn't sit too well with Strange's old friend. And new vampire nation sheriff, Blade the Vampire Hunter. But what happens when interlopers from another dimension invade the vamp's territory and put all the bloodsuckers' lives at risk? Will Blade do his duty to protect them, or will he help make sure the vamps stay wiped out this time? I thought it said Doctor Strange killed them all. I suppose if they came from another dimension, then they could be there. I don't know, I might... That's a Doctor Strange story I might actually check out. We'll see. They also got Doctor Death of Doctor Strange, X-Men, Black Knight, number one. One shot by Marvel Comics coming out. So check both those out if you're interested in the Death of Doctor Strange story. We'll get back to you with more goodies soon.